Hello, everybody, and welcome into The Clingers Have Spoken. I'm Joel Klinger. Alongside me, as always, is my brother, Michael. We just watched episode three of season 43 of Survivor. Michael, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, I mean, I didn't just watch it. I mean, I watched it I watched it like an hour and a half ago. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was an episode of Survivor. You know, it's like, if it, for, for all the people out there who binge watch episodes, that was one where it's like, eh, I guess I'll watch the next one because not a lot happened there. I want to want to keep going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good episode. We got some good character moments, uh, learned about some people, uh, learned some good things about people, learned some 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 bad things about people, uh, just the way that they deal with other people. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a fun episode. It was an episode. Of, it was a new episode of Survivor. What What can we possibly be upset about? Yeah, I think this may have been like the first episode of the last like three seasons that I've been like, yeah, that's like a, I felt like I was watching like a rerun from like season 27, just like before the merge. And I was just like, okay, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. That sounds like that stuff would happen. Okay. Um, and I had that thought, you know, cause I mean, stuff did happen. Like if you broke down a, an episode of survivor, like someone finds an advantage you know, and this new age survivor, someone goes to like the island and makes like a risky decision or whatever, and uh, someone gets blindsided, right? Like that's like those are the things that happen in an episode of Survivor, and you hit all three of them, you know. Yeah, risky decision is a stretch, but sure, yeah, yeah, low stakes. I um, guess uh, what's her name did make a risky decision with the beware advantage. You're right, Carla. Carla, yeah. yeah. She she did end up making a risky decision, but it played out. I think the fact that we saw that same thing happen last week kind of took some of the luster out of it. I think we would have really we would have really enjoyed seeing that for the first time. So yeah. I I don't really want to see it happen again. And if that it does, I want them to just like yada 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 it through like, oh, this person got that, and we have like thirty seconds of them like going and getting the beats unless something crazy happens yeah yeah uh that's that's the thing it's like with with all these tricks and stuff and since they're doing so many of them now i feel like they're just like once you use once of them use them once it's like all right they're over like i don't care you know uh versus like idols never really felt old to me you know like like there was something so special about like finding an idol or there was always one out there or two or whatever and now it's kind of like oh well they're they're always different ones you know and it's just kind of like oh okay she found something and she has to do this side activity if it's not a new side activity that i have to think oh man that'd be hard then i don't really care about it you know yeah and i think the fact that I like like I like that this twist it all plays out in one episode for the person who finds it whereas like the phrases with the beware advantage like they just it brought it like was taking up significant episode time every week and so I mean it's only going to take up like if somebody on the on that other tribe finds it next week I mean it's it's going to be like a 3 minute deal and they're going to move on right unless they just fail unless they be... fail or something crazy happens yeah yeah uh, they may have honestly already found it and they just didn't show it and they're just going to show it later. They'll just flashback it. Yeah. Just flashback it later. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, what are we at? Like who's, who hasn't, 
found theirs yet. The yellow tribe? Yeah, the yellow tribe hasn't. So, like, we'll probably see, like, Owen find it or something, and he's already, like, good to go. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, But, yeah, so what are our thoughts on uh, NECA before we do too much? I mean, she it felt like she deserved to go home. They they played her 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 real life story, and once I saw her real life story, I was like, okay, this this isn't good news, right? It's not good news for Neca. Yeah, they gave Neca her flowers and sent her home. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty cut and dry. She totally blew the last two challenges for them. So, you know, what are you, what are you gonna do? It's like, yeah, we like you, but we're just going to keep losing challenges if you keep wanting to do the puzzle and failing at that. And it's just better for your odds if there's four people left when you merge than three or even two. So what are you, you going to do? Like, we got, you know, all different kinds of people play Survivor these days, but, like, some people still can really hold others back in the challenges, and that's what happened so, I hate to see her go, but that's how it is. You hate to see her go, but you would have hated to see her stay more, you know? Because uh, at that point, it's like, you've got two people, Dwight and Noel. Like, they're fine people. Like, if you if you kick NECA out, maybe you can say, like, hey, look, it's not personal. We're down. We're down. We're down with you guys. You guys are fine. Uh, we just can't lose anymore, you know? And, and maybe they're like, okay, yeah, okay, we're good. And you just move on. And maybe you can move on past the merge. I don't know. Uh, building that bridge back up after that first that first tribal. I mean, and I think it's going to be more interesting, like, tribe dynamics, too, to have 2v2 two, two than 3v1. So it's more interesting for the viewers moving forward. Uh, so, I mean, I'm down with it. Uh, and the steal of vote is still in play, which could spell bad news for Jesse and Cody if they need to go to tribal again. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that she didn't play it. Like, I would have been a little worried that they were just gonna, they were just like playing her, you know, uh, and just like I was I was surprised when they just straight up voted Decca out and she didn't play her seal vote. That was I thought she's gonna have to play it at least. Maybe they would vote with her, but I thought she would play it. But now she's now it's like three to two, three to one, really, right? So like that's a huge thing. You know, in in a, in a that small of a tribe. So really, without knowing it, Cody and Jesse just gave back the power of the tribe to Dwight and Noel. And I know? and I think Cody's probably more the one that's on the on the bubble than Jesse. I think I think Jesse probably thinks we go to tribal again. Cody's going home because I'll just hop over with them, and it'll be the three of us. You think? I don't know. Like I feel like Dwight may be like I don't trust this guy after what he did last time. You know? Yeah, like I don't know that like like kind of what he said tonight, uh, you know, I don't really trust him, but they did vote together tonight, and we have seen him we, we we've seen Dwight and Cody interact hardly at all. We've seen Noel and Cody interact hardly at all. So I think that Jesse's probably thinking it's two two of them and, and one of Cody and I'm in the middle, so I'm gonna pop over to the majority yeah and also cody does have an idol so it's true if they catch wind of a of an advantage they may just he may just play it and then jesse screwed i mean we could see a, a steal a vote played and an idol played 
you know dude a seal of vote idol nullifying the seal of vote and then two people casting the the deciding votes on either dwight or noel i could that would be sick i could totally see jesse going home in that scenario like so it's two on two i think the steal vote is something you have to proclaim before you go to vote and you say hey i have a steal vote i'm gonna be stealing cody's vote cody's like okay well i'm gonna play my immunity idol and then it's dwight he got his vote back right so yeah. Dwight has a vote. Noel okay, has yeah. two votes and Jesse has one vote. Jesse's going home in that scenario. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I hope I kind of hope they go to tribal now. I feel like that would be interesting. Yeah, but more so than the other ones. That situation is why you vote NECA out so that you don't have to or there's less chance you have to go to tribal council again. Yeah, cuz those four are pretty solid. Like they're, you know, maybe puzzles aren't their strong suit, but physically they're, they're fine. You know, um, we'll just see, we'll just see. Uh, so we did see Carla find the beware advantage, leave it and then come back to it. I think the only other, the only person to successfully find a beware advantage and leave it would be Jeannie in season 41, but she just told Shan and then Shan took it. Yeah, she didn't simply leave it there because she knew right. what it was because I think Brad had it already. So she went and told Ricard and Shan. So, yeah. No one has just straight up seen it, left it, and not said anything. Yeah. We got close. Maybe. Maybe. You know. Well, now, now like, I feel like as as this happens more and more, people are going to – people's, like, weird radar is going to be going off, like – why do you want my beads? Like, why do you not care about any of my beads except for this one? Like, just w- when someone's making a weird ask of you and it seems very important to them that this happens, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a little... And people, I think people, because of that, people are going to get suspicious about stuff that has nothing to do with beware advantages, too. They're going to just be... Like, someone's just going to have a weird ask and they're going to be wanting to... want. They're going to be questioning that person. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It, like, I mean, I feel like the same thing could be said for saying like random things that challenges, you know, it's just like anything is weird. Not just like going off by yourself. Going off by yourself is like not that weird now. People are still getting in trouble for it, but it's not like you're going to find an idol just going off. You're going to find something that may be a pro or a con, you know, uh, but it's like I feel like they're really things that you got to look out for are not just like where people are, but just like, did that person really just do that? You know, or just some, it does. Is that a quirk or is that something else? You know? Um, Cause like, I feel like Carla's pretty chill. I was surprised that she was able to like say like, can I get your bead? Like that one, you know, that one, I'll give you like an earring, but I need, I want like that one. I just want it. You know, it's not like a big deal. You know, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I thought the way that Carla went about it was really smart. And uh, I like, because they had already set up last week, like, people care about these beats. Like, big Survivor fans know this, but the average viewer might not know. Like, these these are super fans on the show, and, like, they just want to take a bunch of trinkets home. And so I thought Carla was smart by, like, offering different things. Like, I will give you all of these beats that I have. 
but I just mm-hmm. want the one bead that you have, you know, uh, for the, for the, uh, biblical people out there, you know, like the, the, uh, pearl of, of, of great price, you know, this, this person finds a pearl, they have to go sell everything they have so they can get it. Um, sort of like that. So I thought that she did a good job of, of, uh, bartering, bobbing and weaving, uh, and getting what she needed, um, in a, in a very non weird way. And I, yeah. I like stuff like the way that they showed her doing that, I felt like was in a sense, them setting up, setting us up to know Carla is a player. Like she gets how to maneuver yeah. things socially. Uh, and so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Carla be going far in this game. The way that, the way that she maneuvered that. Yeah. And she hasn't been, uh, it hasn't there. There's no like villain arc for Carla either. You know, like even at the beginning with Shan, like it was kind of like she would say things and they would show things. And it's like, (laughs) right. Yeah, exactly. So that like makes me wonder, like, is Carla potential winner? Honestly, I would love for Carla to win. It would be amazing for someone that is this much of a good social player early to make it the whole way. Because I feel like we have not seen that in a long time, you know? At least they, they haven't shown that. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, something I was thinking about tonight. Like, this blue tribe might not go to tribal council. And, you know, I was thinking back on, like, Erica's when They didn't go to tribal council. And it would have been cool to have a scene like this from Erica's at her tribe, like, finding a way to get people on the same page or get something from someone else and, and getting to see her maneuver that way. Cause we do see that more in the post merge. We just didn't see it at all in, in the front end. And so it was good, especially for a tribe that might not go to tribal. We're seeing sort of how the social dynamics might play out. We're seeing people, you know, given a dilemma that they have to figure out how to get out of, uh, how, how they can convince people to, to service them in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's good. And I like, you know, cause these things that Carl is doing, I don't know, they feel bigger, you know, Erica's like, she was like wiggling, you know, she was like finding her spot and then just moving just a slight pivot to like where she needed to be. Carla's like finding things. She's like doing things. She's making alliances with people and they're showing it all. Um, so hopefully that's good news for Carla. I think, uh, uh, who was it on, uh, season uh who got who got in trouble for saying like you're my number one you're my number one like to everyone it was on a blue tribe was that last season i think it was last season um well now now i'm stumped i gotta think do you know who i'm talking about i do remember that um oh that was uh gosh what's her name uh not tori not she was on the blue tribe, young girl. Right. Um, Swati. Swati, yeah. Swati. Yeah, so I feel like this is a similar light that Swati was painted in, like that first episode, because I felt like she had like a really strong like first two episodes, and then the third episode, they just like murdered her. They were like, you're bad. You're, you're making all these promises that you can't keep. But like in the first two, it's just like she just kind of like, maneuvered her way through kind of like Carla's doing but 
I would be shocked if this turned around on Carla and it was like, nah, Carla's actually bad at the game. You know, that would really throw me for a loop. Yeah, I I don't really see Carla being bad at this game. Um I don't I mean, I don't I don't get the vibe that many of the people in this season are gonna be bad at Survivor. I think some people are not nearly as good as they think they are, uh, which is another thing we need to talk about tonight. Like Ellie um is not not it. Uh she I I don't know how dumb they think Gabler is. I mean, he has well, a piece of paper and he can refer back to it at any point. He has the piece of paper. Come on. That's cor- that's correct. But the only reason that Gabler knows that's what she's thinking is because Sammy told him. Right? So like really, I think yeah, Ellie shouldn't have trusted Sammy with that information. But also like Sammy, this is Sammy being good. You know, like there's yeah. both that are happening. Yeah. Because now Sammy's in the middle and he's sharing information selectively, which is good, which is what you want to do, you know? Um, so I I think Ellie got really cocky. She was like, I'm a psychologist. I know people. I'm going to figure this out. And it's like, that's not, you know, no matter how good of a psychologist you are, you'll never know what's going on in another person's brain. You know, so don't don't act like Gabler's a dummy. Don't act like Sammy doesn't have his own intentions. Like it's just like I couldn't believe that that's what that's what was going through her head. And she because even last episode we saw her be so defiant. She was like, "Nah, the guys aren't gonna try anything." Are you serious? You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's just it was pretty bad by her. I I so I mean even if Sammy doesn't tell Gabler. She comes up to Gabler and she says, wow, you didn't even have to use your immunity idol. That's so great. Blah, blah. You don't think he's either in the moment going to be like, actually, yeah, I can use it for the first two. Or he's just going <laughs> to agree to her. And then he's going to think, wait, I thought I could use it in the first two. And then he's going to go check and see that he can still use it. I mean. Yeah. I Like, I, I. I I don't know many players that I've seen in the whole history of Survivor that would be that dumb not to... Maybe they lost the piece of paper. That's one thing. But to to have the piece of paper and not be smart enough to read it again to make sure. You have all day. You're out on the beach all day. You can spend the five seconds it takes to go and get your piece of paper out and read it and make sure before you agree to let somebody use your idol for whatever thing she was trying to say. That just didn't make sense. And I thought that Gabler looked great too. Cause he like so chilly, like was just like, yeah, I think I'm going to give it to my daughter as a graduation present. And yeah. just like, just like straight. I mean, obviously he knew it was coming. So he had time to get his story straight, but I thought that was pretty good acting by him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice when Sammy told you exactly what was about to happen. You know, and it's like, hey, she's going to try to make you think that this is not real. It is real. <laughs> you know that. I know that. She is. She knows that. But she's she's going to think that you're dumb. So just come up with something, you know? Like, I feel like that's not that difficult, I guess. Yeah, and now Gabler gets to feel like he's a really smart guy. He's a really smart player. And, you know, I was born 
he didn't say this, but I could see him saying, this. I, I, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. You know, like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> that dumb. I mean, yeah, I, Ellie is, okay. so what, what is it with mental health professionals? And I'm going to, I'm going to watch where I'm going with this, but cause as I'm married to one and I'm speaking to one, well, almost, a student. Well, a student. yeah, I'm, mar- I'm married. I'm married in, in speaking to uh, people who are wanting to be m- mental health professionals. They correct. Yeah. Maybe it's just the ones that end up on reality TV, but they think that they are like experts in the human condition and can manipulate people to do whatever they want. Like we saw this last week, uh, last season with Tori, and it's just yeah. like Tori, like you are, you literally have like no concept of what people are actually thinking and doing. Just having like a counseling degree does not make you smart about like social politics. Like I don't get that at all. So if you took our classes, you would realize that we uh, have no business just like trying to like dive into the brain of another human being. We learned certain things about like, uh, how to have like good conflict and like what uh, you know what certain reactions may be coming from or what uh, you know we could talk to you about maybe how your family is influencing you or maybe or maybe we're wrong and you just take us in another direction but really what therapists do well when they're doing therapy well is they're guiding you but more importantly they're just listening to you right so we've seen bad therapists in Tori and Ellie who just talk 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 right? But there isn't also a therapist in the past that has done extremely well in this game. Her name's Denise. And if you watch that season, she's like, well, you know, a good thing about being a therapist is I just sit and listen to people all day. So I'll sit here and I'll listen to people talk about whatever. They're going to feel somewhat close to me because they're spending all this time with me. And I'm just going to gather up all this information. And uh, it's just, I don't like it, but I'm just going to sit here and listen to it. And Ellie and Tori felt like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to say this. I need to say this. No, no, that's not, that's not good. Like if you find a therapist that just wants to talk, you should not hire that therapist anymore, you know? And I feel like that's where some people kind of think like, oh, I'll go into therapy because I've learned so much. And it's like, no, that's not really what therapy's for, you know? Um, so I think that like, there are good ways that it can be used in Survivor, i.e. Denise, but not with these controlling, uh, diving into someone else's psychology kind of mindset, you know? Yeah, I think there's a very clear difference between gathering intel, internalizing this information someone's giving you, giving to you, and then using it down the road, uh, using the social equity that you've built with this person down the road uh, to pull them to your side or sway them in a certain direction. Because, hey, we're both family guys or whatever, and, you know, we got to stick together. Something, some crap like that, you know. Um, Yeah, it's just like every time, and this happens every time a professional poker player comes on the show too. Where they're like, I'm, I just, I'm really good at reading people, and it's like, isn't the number one thing that you should do? Which, if you haven't watched, did, have you by chance seen uh, Garrett from Kagayan's uh, poker hand this week that went no, wrong? No, I didn't. I saw, I saw something about it on Twitter though, but I didn't see it. 
you should uh you should look it up. It's like he got he got bl- he was bluffing and he got like he got um beat with a really bad hand when someone was going all in and basically he's his point is like or the people that are on his side are saying like he should like she should not have gone all in on that and it's like she basically just called his bluff and he had a really bad hand like he shouldn't have been like he was just trying to like use all of his chips to just take her out of the game or whatever so it was pretty interesting um Oh gosh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but pe- poker players like Garrett, they come into Survivor and they're like, I'm great at reading people. And I feel like mental health professionals somehow feel the same way. But it, as a as a mental health professional, is it your number one thing like not to prejudge people? Like not judge totally. people as dumb? Like hear them out? Like not, they come and sit down and you're like, oh, I bet this one's got daddy issues. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I bet this old man is really out of touch with reality and or whatever. But I feel like that's what a lot of people that come on these reality shows do. They think it's like they think they're psychics or something. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of times uh I think it, a lot of it and I've I've taken two semesters, so what do I know? I don't know anything. But in my mind it's like when you see somebody, when you speak to somebody, like you're seeing dots, right? And some people try to connect those dots and say, look, this is what's happening. And it's like, you, you don't know that yet. You know, let's fill in, let's fill in some more information. Uh, let's ask the person. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> you know, like talk to the person. Don't just say, oh, Gabler's an idiot. Uh, he's fine. We don't need to worry about him. Um, because what you're collecting is just information and it may connect and it may not. And you don't know that. You don't know that. They may not know that, but like you're just gonna try to wallow in it and figure it out, um, and that's just like it. Just feels like the people that get on these reality shows as therapists are like, I I know the human condition, you know, like I've seen this person before in my therapy session many times. Like I can tell you what your problem is, and that's not it's not a good therapist, all right, in my opinion, you know, um, because that every person is different as you know you, you can't have a client walk in and say yeah i'm an enneagram three and then be like okay you need to do this 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 and this no that's not how that works there's there's very few people that i like less than people who i don't really know but think they get me like you you really don't get me at all i'm like like and we're all like really highly complex people and like just yeah, it's crazy. But anyways, I'm excited about Gabler and Sammy and Owen's potential dude alliance on this tribe. <laughs> Get those women out of here. It was the, it was the women's fault for voting out a woman first and then they totally have underestimated the men on their tribe and I think that they're just going to like take them out. They're just going to take yeah. them out. And it's it was perfect cuz like Sammy Sammy is really in the driver's seat in that tribe by far. And then he was like, well, I'll, I should probably work with Gabler. Gabler is not, a, he's not like go trying to do something crazy, um, at least yet. Owen, this is perfect for Owen. Owen was on the bottom, and now he's just like, yeah, Ellie's crazy, man. <laughs> we got to get her out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on a tribe of six, it is so much to your advantage to be like the strong challenge beast. Like you're just not, you're just not getting voted out. Like Sammy, and can we 
Sammy can pause? Could, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're, you're saying that for Sammy, not Owen, correct? Okay, yes, I'm saying it for Sammy, but did you see Owen like in the challenge? No, I must have missed it. He, what do you do? He, like, so you dive in, and then you get to the, um, you get to the, like, uh, thing where there's those crates that are, like, steps, and you have to climb up those and jump off. He flew over that part. It mm. was really impressive. He do, he wasn't quite as fast as Ryan, but he was, he was really good. I, and I was really not impressed with Owen in any of the challenges to this point, and I thought he did pretty good today. Yeah. Um, so I do have some bad news though. Uh, unfortunately we picked at the beginning of the season, we picked our finales and guess who we both had in the finale. NECA. We both had NECA in the finale. So that is incorrect. We, uh, we missed one there. Um, see, we're not, we're we're just as bad as the mental health professionals prejudging people. We we just don't know. <laughs> we just don't know how what how things are going to actually turn out. Um, but I will say, didn't Janine go home last week? Justine went home last week. Oh, not Janine. Janine is on the Yellow Tribe with Ellie. Okay, yeah. Justine okay. and Janine are different different people. Gotcha. Justine was the one that was like, oh my goodness, spiders. Oh, spiders. Oh, oh my goodness, spiders. <laughs> Their names are too similar. We need to like change that. To, why would they put them on the same season, right? Haven't they put people with the same first name on the same season before? Well, on Survivor Nicaragua, the first ever um, uh, para, paralegic? One. Paraplegic. Yes, she had a prosthetic. Her name uh-huh. was Kelly, and oh, uh, yeah. there, there was also... Purple Kelly. There was other Kelly, yeah, Kelly Purple, and there's Kelly B and Kelly Purple. And, yeah, that, so that's happened. I know it's happened on a couple other occasions, too. It's like, guys, there's... Like, like the pool there's, is big. There's 18 people There's the, on this season. I mean, you know you're going to have more seasons, uh, and like probably two thousand people apply for this, right? I mean, like yeah, oh yeah, come on, more than that. I bet, I bet more than two thousand. It's like you can, you can just have one of them come on next season, probably. Exactly, exactly. I mean, are we really missing that much by putting Justine on next season? I don't know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that we missed that you want to talk about for Survivor? Okay, so this is one thing uh, that I noticed during the episode. So, at the challenge, um, Red Tribe loses this challenge. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Noelle is told that she is going to be the person that goes to uh, Risky Risky Rock, right? Mm -hmm. And so, she took her leg off before the challenge... Uh, she took her prosthetic leg off for the challenge because I guess she does. I guess she doesn't swim in it. Like maybe it, it doesn't mm. get wet or something. And they left it on the platform, and they took her away in the boat, and it was still there on the platform when they <laughs> left. 
<laughs> I mean, at what at what point do you think she's like, uh, can we? Can we like grab that real fast? It's like they're hey, like, if, no, just get on the boat, it, get on the boat. If y'all we'll, we'll, if y'all are bringing it, that's great. But if you just forgot, <laughs> we need to go back, and I need to get that. <laughs> I'm about to have to climb a mountain. I really need that. Oh man. Oh man. And I, I mean, I'm sure like for aesthetics, they didn't just want to like drive the speedboat right back to that first platform, have yeah. somebody climb up there and grab her prosthetic and throw it into the boat i'm so i'm sure like they can't have like you know the epic like somebody's going to tribal council voiceovers while they see a boat driving back to the first platform to grab her prosthetic leg but i thought that was pretty funny yeah yeah come on production we need better right well yeah i mean what what does it make us think about production they don't care about her leg they were just gonna leave it there that's not right and like you could see when it like panned to Jeff and he was giving his speech about like whatever. And you can see like behind him in the distance out of focus, you can see this little black thing sitting on top of the first red platform. <laughs> and I was like, there it is. I, I like, I was like, Madeline, did you see that? I was like, her leg is still over there. Cause I was concerned about it the whole time. I'm like, don't, don't forget it. And so I, we rewinded and she saw it too. So so go find that, uh, listeners. Okay. Somebody probably tweeted it out. It's on Reddit somewhere. Oh, it's definitely on Reddit, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's all I got for Survivor. Um, there's supposed to be some big thing where they go at each other next season, next episode. How shocking, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, they're probably going to, like, steal a tarp. Oh, we've never seen that before. You know, it's like, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like with the scarcity of the supplies provided, you could really hit somebody where it hurts, though, with a camp raid. I mean, if they're letting you take somebody's pot and machete, I mean, if you don't have a pot and a machete, you're you're toast. You're absolute toast out there. So you're not toast. You're just like moldy bread. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> want to see um, the Red Tribe at Tribal Council again next week. I want us to go back either to... Um, I want to see Yellow Tribe. Yeah. I want to see Yellow Tribe go to Tribal. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think that the... I mean, just to see Ellie go home, I, I think we could all enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, down with the therapist. Down with the psychologist. Yeah. You're bad. Yeah. Um, cool. You think the Titans are going to win this weekend? No. Cool. This seems like an awesome opportunity for them to fail. Yeah. They're fa- favored on the road. They're fa- no. Yeah, they're favored on the road. I saw something like uh, all of the NFL Network guys pick the Titans to win, which is just a bad sign. That's an L for sure. That's not yeah, what Carson you want. Wentz is going to throw four tutties, no no picks. You know, just going to be one of those games. Carson Wentz being on the team is 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 giving me a little bit of hope, but I have will to. See Mal- I have to keep saying will, we're going to lose. Will we see Malik Willis? When's the next time we see Malik Willis? Do you think? Uh, preseason next year. Wow. So Tannehill's not only going to be healthy, he's going to be solid the whole year. That's I, what you're thinking. I mean, he's he's performing, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, as the, like the eighth best quarterback in the NFL this season. Yeah, he's done, really done nothing that I can complain about. So He is what he fine. is. He, he's. I mean, he's not great, but he doesn't yeah. suck yeah. most weeks. Yeah. 
I guess the question is, do we even see Malik Willis in the preseason next year? Or do we just see him week one, you know, out there with the boys? Yeah, I think I we'll know. see him in preseason again. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, if that's everything, then I guess we'll wrap it up. Um, I'm Joel Klinger. Alongside of me has been Michael Klinger. This has been uh, episode three of season 43 of The Klinger's Have Spoken. See ya. See y'all.